The first round is on Owens Recovery Science. Owens Recovery Science is a single source for PTs seeking certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training. Find out more and get certified at OwensRecoveryScience.com. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. Like craft beer for your ears. This is the PT Pinecast. It says right here on my phone, PT Pinecast is live. Hello and welcome. We are live. Uh, welcome to the show, a podcast that saves physical therapists from missing out on amazing insight, remarkable ideas, and motivational stories. The best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours. I'm Jimmy McCam, your host, broadcasting live from the Arias Medical Studios, also known as my living room, still still broadcasting from home. Uh, find them online at aureusmedical.com. They are leaders in hashtag travel physical therapy. Let your PT license take you where you want to go. Literally, uh, aureusmedical.com. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are heard, we're there. And now video casting these things on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at PT Pinecast on the socials. Uh, great show for you tonight. We are taking a deep dive into one of my favorite events of the year. This year, a little bit of a twist, because, you know, 2020. Um, but uh, I love this conference, National Student Conclave, a gathering of students uh, from around the profession. PT students, PTA students, uh, normally getting together in person, but this year the APTA, like many other events, being uh, done virtually. So... Why should you and your classmates uh, be coming to APTA's National Student Conclave this year? That is what we're going to find out. So let's bring in our first guest, professor from Duke University, no stranger to the show. Let's bring him in here, Kyle Covington. Hey, Jimmy. Kyle, welcome back to the show, man. Good to be here again. Uh, first question, tradition, always the hardest. We get the hard stuff out of the way first. What are we drinking? Uh, I have Woodenville bourbon tonight from the state of Washington. And you have on the show before and on social media, you have a an advanced like bourbon collection and a nice bourbon like uh like a, a like a what do we call what am I doing here with this like, like a like a like a cabinet? A cabinet, a bourbon yeah. cabinet. I don't know why the nouns are giving me problems tonight, but yeah. uh, all right, so we're we're advanced, it's just more than you, but <laughs> I I swear this is only my first drink. I'm doing a bullet old fashioned tonight. So cheers, yeah, yeah, yeah. To my friend. Welcome back cheers. to the show. That's still pretty good. All right. Uh, so we bring you on the show because you've got a couple different roles um, in, in, in the job or jobs that you get to do. Uh, professor at, uh, at Duke University. I mentioned that in the PT uh, department, school PT. And uh, you also do the uh, House of Duke Legates, which right. is uh, like a mock House of Delegates with the APTA. But then you go up to the pros and you go with the House of Delegates as the vice speaker of the house in the right. APTA. Did I leave any like major jobs out? I mean, your dad, too. I'm a, yeah, I'm a dad and a husband and a and a faculty member, but no, those are those are my big ones. Uh, APTA board member for sure. All right, so we let's start with that uh, benefit to the APTA National Student Conclave. Do you want to tell? Her, well, I just saw it on social media about an hour ago. Yeah, the number of people, uh, students, P PT, PTA students that are registered for this year's NSC virtually is uh, as of today. Earlier today, we were over eighteen hundred, which is uh, a huge record um, for. Wow for registration for National Student Conclave. So everybody at APTA is really excited about that. It's a big deal. Uh, 1,800 students from around the country in the profession saying, hey, this is a big enough deal. We want to interact with this, you know, even if it's virtual. And I think I think now we're, we're deep enough into this. And I will bring one of your jobs back up, you know, APTA board member. You guys had to do the, the House of Delegates 
virtually, which was a massive undertaking. So kudos to the delegates, kudos to APTA staff for just facilitating that. But that was something that was early on. When What month was that? Was that April? Uh, that was uh, end of May, early June. So pretty fresh into this situation that we, we were in when everybody, everybody was saying, well, maybe we'll just get out of this and we can still, I mean, at that point it was still like, maybe we'll do the House of Delegates in person. Maybe we can somehow do that. Yeah. And then it got to the point we weren't going to, but you flipped that to virtual. And how was that in terms of, of uh, you know, overall feel or, or, or yeah. news that you heard from the, the delegates? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think um, APTA staff and, and the entire enterprises had a lot of experiences already with converting things virtual and, and house was the first and, and the next, of course, um, happened right after that in a virtual format. Now student conclave is, is our next big event. There's been lots of meetings along the way. You know, I think, um, in general, I think with house of delegates and with next, the experience was, uh, very positive for people. And I think the surprising part, and I think this is what we're hoping for student conclave too, is that the level and opportunity to engage, with each other was much greater than people anticipated it would be. And I've been to a couple of virtual conferences now myself. And of course, it's different than being together in person, but there's lots of great opportunities through technology and the way that that we can do things and think differently that um, still gives a great opportunity to sort of get out of your own normal day-to-day -day box, um, or in this case, your own program and attend and meet people and network um, across the profession. and though we can't be together, the platforms that we're using to do these things are really enabling us to, to do that. So that's a problem. Yeah. And uh, APTA staff, it's not easy to do this, right? We do this a lot in PT education, which is self-reflection. After you put on an event, you got to sit down there and you got to take a listen to the comments and you got to take it on the chin a little bit somehow. But when you're doing something that's never been done, of course, you're going to have people say, well, how about this or how about this? But yeah. you know, this is the fourth really, you know, coming up on the fourth really big um, event that uh, will be virtual. And then, of course, CSM will also be virtual coming up in 2021. So learning a little bit as we go. So let's go to APTA's National Student Conclave, you know, on the regular. Uh, why is it, a, how is it a benefit to the profession of physical therapy when all of the students, physical therapy students, PT, uh, PTA students, when they get together, how does that help the profession as a whole? Yeah, that's a great, um, a great benefit of the Student Conclave or of any conference that we have in our profession, right? I was lucky as a student uh, quite a few years ago now to go to Student Conclave as a student and attend some other state and APTA events. And I think that it shaped um, my ideas from the beginning that this, that our profession is bigger than just what's happening in your individual program and bigger than what might be happening in the clinics that you're in and clinical affiliations or terminal clinical experiences and really gave me my first view um, of this bigger world beyond just what I was used to on a day-to-day -day basis as a student or clinician. And I think that's where it starts. And so, you know, leadership and staff and and all the people that work really hard and the student assembly board, I'm sure are excited to have students um, to have this opportunity to expose them to all these other opportunities that exist within our profession um, beyond um, what, what really drew most of us into the profession, right? Most of us were drawn into the profession to help patients, to serve others. Um, and then you get to learn that there's all these other ways to grow as a professional, to engage with other people that are passionate about the same things you are, to become a leader and to help um, help your patients and help your colleagues and help other students in ways that you didn't imagine before coming into PT school. And I think Student Conclave is one of the places that, that students can begin to discover and experience that uh, for the first time.
Yeah, it specifically geared for students. Um, it was required where I went to school, Marymount University, that we go to a, a local a state or a national event as a student. And without uh, a state event, it was actually in Charlotte, North Carolina, that we drove down from Virginia and went to that this podcast was born. I remember yeah. seeing an audience and kind of like saying, OK, this is cool. I'm not really 100 percent sure what they're talking about, but I'm going to learn. And then uh, you know, in the networking hour, happy hour was when I said, hey, this is kind of cool. All these different conversations. Why don't we record some of those? And yeah. uh, now we're now we're literally having a virtual uh, old fashioned in bourbon, and we're doing just that, talking about National Student Conclave. Yeah, um, and I think Jimmy, that I think you know, putting my hat as a faculty member on, I get really excited when our students go to conclave or to state events or or whatever outside of sort of the walls of their own program, because it's really great when you hear from other faculty and other experts and our colleagues from across the country, just to get a different perspective. Right? There's there's sort of the way that you learn things in your own PT program and to get sort of thoughts from other people or other ideas. It just makes you a stronger clinician and a better professional when you can sort of expand those ideas and then come back to your program and say, hey, this is what I learned or this is what I heard. And maybe it's the same or maybe it's different, but let's have a conversation about it. And that just makes us all stronger, I think. Yeah, yeah, it really does expand that world. I remember the the, the first one that was impressed upon us uh, was the next conference as a second year student. And Cole Galloway gave a presentation on Go Baby Go. I remember I had never heard of it at that point. And I remember just being blown away and couldn't wait to run back and be like, there's this thing. It's it's we have to look into this. This is amazing. Yeah. We need to bring this back. Um, the other thing was watching your professors or people that you interacted with already on a larger stage and be like, oh, this isn't necessarily normal. Like the, the person I, I see and interact with every day actually really knows what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you see those people sort of out of the context of their normal office or their normal daily pattern and you see other students and other professionals asking them questions or interacting, it gives you a different perspective for sure. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, favorite, uh, favorite national student conclave uh, memory. Do you have one? Any, you know, any, any locations because it does go to some pretty cool locations. Last year yeah. we were in Albuquerque, my first trip to New Mexico. You know, my first uh, one that I went to as a student was in Birmingham, Alabama. And so I had never been to Birmingham. It was a cool place. I think, you know, just the memories of meeting people from all around the country. Um, and some of those people I, I stayed in touch with or, and, and sort of led sort of parallel trajectories through my career. There are other people that are ended up in leadership positions across the country and um, that I'm still in touch with. But our sort of professional journeys through APTA uh, kept going. And, that, and that's kind of fun to reflect back on. Yeah, it's amazing how big it starts to feel when you go to a student conclave or a next or a CSM, but really how small this profession actually can feel when you go back to these a couple of times or you go to a state event a couple of times, you can start to see uh, familiar faces. Anything else before we let you go that you want to uh, let the audience, I mean, we're already breaking records. We're already over 1,800 students signed up, which is pretty good. But if someone's listening right now, what's uh, what's something you'd say to them of why they should engage this year at NSC to put them over the edge? Uh, you know, I think another great thing that people may or may not be aware of is that students that register for an National Student Conclave also get a 50% discount on their rate into combined sections meeting. So yeah. you get a little taste of what a big national conference is like, then you save a ton of money on an even bigger one coming up. And of course, it's going to be virtual too, but I think some of the opportunities, some of the speakers, some of the ways that APTA is already planning for people to engage at the combined sections meeting um, is going to be huge. And so you might as well get a get a buy one, get one discount and, and register for both. Sounds good. And uh, we're going to have the link to uh, to get into National Student Conclave in the comments below as well. In case yeah. And so. Jimmy, I'll just put in a plug. I've got a I've got a recorded session at Student Conclave along with my 
former student and friend Mitch Lane all about House yeah. of Delegates and how to get involved. So check that out for sure too. Yes, very exciting. All right. Well, don't uh, leave completely, but we're gonna we're gonna make you leave the studio right about now. All right. There we go. Um, and we do want to say there are other events as well. National Student Conclave, APTA, is uh, already breaking records with more than 1,800 students. Um, New England, having a virtual conference this year as well, flipping virtual, and four states, uh, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island. That is going on this weekend. Uh, I'll be doing a course there, but I really want to highlight the keynote that we will broadcast live Saturday morning, 845, with Lisa Van Hoos. So that is uh, Saturday and 845 is the keynote. But if you sign up for that uh, New England conference as well, we'll drop the link in the comments. You have access to all that programming through the end of the year, through January uh, 31st. So uh, you can check that out as well. Now, let's bring in our next guest, uh, member of the APTA's student board of directors. No stranger to the show. Gustavo Martinez comes in the program. Hey. We're making this a habit, Gus. I know, man. I know. Give people, uh, give people your, you know, your 10 second bio. Member of the APTA uh, board, of, uh, student board of directors. What else? Where, where, where are you located? Where are you student? So right now, um, I'm a third year physical therapy student um, at OU Health Science or OU, yeah, OU Health Science Center and their PT program, Oklahoma, uh, not Ohio or Oregon, uh, to get that confused. Um, born and raised in Altus, Oklahoma, small little town. Uh, my family, though, they're immigrants from Mexico. Uh, but I was born and raised here, so I'm a, I'm a good old Okie. Yeah, I like that. I spent a couple summers uh, shagging golf balls in Oklahoma. So I, uh, this is a special place in my heart for, for being you know, from the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma is where my uncle owned a golf course. And he was like, come on out here from New York and shag some golf balls. I was like, all right, that sounds like a, a good time. So why don't do that? Um, so what was your uh, what was your story that, that brought you to PT? I mean, we know we know what you get to do now with uh, the APTA Student Board of Directors. But, you know, what's your why behind the profession? I never asked you that last time you were on the show. Yeah, Jimmy, uh, thanks for asking. So being raised within Hispanic culture and specifically within uh, Mexican culture, uh, my parents and family members, uh, they had a hard time really trusting like the medical system and so forth because of language barriers, because of perceived biases uh, my family had uh, uh, towards uh, the medicine here in the States and so forth. So they would always go out and seek traditional help uh, from uh, people that would help them and fix them. And, and some in particular are called hueseros and sobanderos, which translates to like bone manipulators or people who give massages. And I always thought it was super cool what they did. So I asked them as a kid, I was like, hey, like, how do I do this? And uh, they told me, well, you got to be born with a gift from God. And I was like, what, is, what does that even mean? Like, how do I know if I have this gift? Like, I was like, okay. Um, Anyways, I, I, I still thought it was interesting. Um, I grew up and I had a physical therapy friend um, that was a, a family friend. Uh, and he was a student at the time. And he told me about PT and about the profession. And I started observing at my local hospital. And that's when I was like, whoa, this is what I saw as a kid or, or, or something similar to it. Um, but with more uh, things that were evidence-based um, and that there was more knowledge behind why. Uh, you do things or don't do things. And, and, and as I grew up, I saw these sobanderos and waceros. So there were some good ones and there was also a lot of not so good ones. Um, but through uh, being observing PT and then becoming a tech, uh, this is what I decided to do um, and propel myself into the, into the PT career um, to help uh, give back to the Hispanic community. 
That's fantastic. Wow. That's such a great story right there. I mean, such a like a like an awesome why behind that. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you've got a gift, gift of gab, because last time we were on, you and you and I got into some good conversation about the student uh, uh, board of directors and the elections. That's the topic I want you to mention now because uh, we mentioned with Kyle a second ago. Right now we've got more than 1,800 students, PT and PTA students are signed up, but something different. They used to have to be in person to do this major monumental thing, and they don't this year. And I feel like this word has been used a lot, but that's vote. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. And this whole week uh, and, and everything leading up to it. So biggest thing that's happened is that now all student members uh, can vote uh, to see who's going to be the next student assembly board of directors. And this is something that's going to keep on going. And the best thing is you don't have to be at the conference, um, but as long as you're a member, you can place your vote. So, so the biggest thing is that we we've have a lot of information on, on APTA.org uh, on the NSC page for uh, student members to look at these candidates. There's three candidates for each position and there's nine positions. There's statements, there's videos, and there's even going to be on Saturday uh, at 12 uh, p.m. Eastern time a, a session to uh, see them live. That um, we're going to have a little a little more communication and and being able to to, to learn more about them. So. Definitely uh, use use the resources available uh, to cast them to cast your informed votes uh, on these students uh, who have been working so hard um, to be there. All right. So let's say someone's not engaged. Let's say one of those eighteen hundred people um, are watching right now. They've never been to an NSC before. This student board of directors, you know, I'm sure everybody's been through high school and college, and there's some somebody wants to run for president or treasurer or whatever. How is this going to affect me as a student? Why should I? Why should I take the time to listen to those uh, uh, videos and, and read their statements? How's this going to affect me? Because those who are elected on the student assembly board of directors, we represent you, you as a PT and or a PTA student, um, all thirty thousand plus of you, ABTA, um, ACAPT. Uh, different organization sections have uh, come to us and ask, you know, what's the vibe? What's the pulse that's happening uh, amongst students? Um, so you really want to 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 make an informed decision of who's going to be there out to represent you. Yeah, um, because that's that's who 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 our leaders in our profession are coming to to, to gauge that student pulse. Yeah, as we uh, as we record this live on uh, the night before election day. It does seem pretty apropos to say, make sure you exercise your right and be an informed voter. So we have the link in the comments. We'll put them in the show notes of the podcast as well. Cast your vote if you're a student member. The largest component of the APTA is actually the student section. I didn't realize that until I was like a second or third year student. That's when you realize the gravity, the weight that a student voice can have. And these are your elected representatives. So make sure that you are an informed voter. Um, anything else you want to leave with the audience in terms of uh, your experience at NSC or why you'd nudge someone to come to this already record-setting National Student Conclave? Definitely, definitely. The opportunity to engage a network. Um, at this conference, uh, even though it's on a virtual scale, there's still going to be opportunity for you uh, to, to engage with speakers, uh, to, to connect with students across the country. So what I'm saying is use that uh, to your advantage because you don't know where that can take you. I've met and made friends, I, I even family, uh, because of NSC. Uh, and, and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so definitely use those resources um, that you have and, and that's been, been made available. Uh, uh, for us through APTA. Um, and definitely, definitely 
you know, understand that this is for students by students. Yeah. So specifically for you. Yeah. Go be a voyeur. Go be a tourist and just kind of lurk. That's what I do. Just lurk around and see what there is. And then if something grabs you, it goes, you know what? I want to know more about this. I've never actually heard one person say, I reached out to a speaker post any event in, in that the APTA puts on, reached out to a speaker and they didn't get back to me. I've never heard one person say that. If they're going to take their time and put together a presentation about something they're passionate about, they're probably going to get back to you if you're passionate too. And I say all the time, play that student card, play the student card. People will overwhelmingly get back to students quick. So uh, go see what the profession uh, is talking about. And uh, cause this is going to be your profession pr pretty soon, right? Yeah, definitely. And, and, and like you mentioned earlier before uh, that opportunity to, to connect with these professionals who are passionate. I mean, I've had su super conversations uh, with with individuals um, that have been presenters um, and I've been able to connect with, uh, you know, from those who with PT day of service, um, even learning more about uh, the PT who was a physical therapist for Barack Obama and understanding his experiences and things like that. And just those those insights uh, and relationships have, have been so spectacular. Yeah. Uh, again, like. Make it make it. Why not? Why would you not go? Why would you not interact? Why would you not know? Um, it makes me feel good to see 1,800 already signed up. And as Kyle Covington mentioned, too, you're going to get a discount on uh, uh, CSM as well. So um, think about that and bring a friend because I think there's actually a, a deal if you bring some classmates as well. The price is just going down. Geography is not a, a, an issue anymore. Hotel rooms or travel are not an issue. You can do a uh, national student conclave well in your sweatpants. And that is a comfortable way to learn. Gustavo Martinez, appreciate you stopping by, okay? Thank you, Jimmy. All right, back with uh, Linda Piro in two seconds. Do not move. So many of our patients come to physical therapy looking for answers for their low back pain. They can present so differently, so treating this patient population can feel overwhelming. I'd like to tell you about the Lumbopelvic Independent Study Course by the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. One unique feature of this course is that it comes with over 39 patient resource pamphlets ready to be used for patient education. Go to orthopt.org, purchase this course, and gain more confidence treating patients with lumbopelvic disorders. Back here on PT Pinecast, bringing in our next guest, uh, Linda Pira. Lid, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Good to ask Gus, but uh, what are we drinking? What do, you, what do you got on the show? I have a classy glass of Cabernet. You got to have it in the glass. That's good. I'm still <laughs> I'm, I'm milking my old fashioned here. Lynn, what's your superhero backstory? Where are you in the profession and, uh, and what do you get to do? So I graduated from the University of Rhode Island in 2019. So I still consider myself a hashtag fresh PT. Yeah. Um, I worked in Providence for about a year and I just relocated with my husband to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, which is home for me. And I just started a new job in August. Wow. Congratulations. Fantastic. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Lynn, we bring you, you in. National Student Conclave is something that you, you went to as a, as a PT student. Um, why is it great really as a first stop on the national level for students right now? I mean, obviously, we mentioned this a couple of times. 1,800 students already coming this year as we flip to virtual because we have to. Uh, but why is it a, a great first visit and, and, and dip into the big pool that is this great big profession? Yeah, I think you guys already touched on it quite a bit in terms of how small and intimate the National Student Conclave is. It's so easy to find your niche 
and find that establish that passion that you might be looking for in physical therapy that can be hard to find at a larger conference like combined sections meeting. When you look at CSM, it's like a ocean of fish and you look at NSC and it's this nice little pond that you can easily digest and pick apart and find where you belong. Um, and I think NSC could not be a better opportunity for, for students to take advantage of. I said the first time I've been to some big events. I mean, I was in radio for a while. So I went to festivals and big, big endeavors. And I went to my first CSM. This one was in LA. And it was like it was like 10 or 12 circuses going on at the same time. And it was like, you have one ticket, you can go to all of them. So, I mean, as someone who likes events like that, it is, I mean, CSM is great, um, but it, they do all have their own individual feels. And which was really nice about the student conclave is it was clearly created by students for students. So you kind of, you felt when you were a student and you were walking around there, you did feel a little bit more connected. Not mm -hmm. overwhelmed. Exactly, yeah. And I had the opportunity to attend NSC uh, a few times and I was able to attend as a student and I don't want to say like, you know, just a student member um, in Portland, Oregon in 2016. And then I also had the opportunity to attend to run for the Student Assembly Board of Directors, which was a completely different experience. And then to attend again as the Vice President of the Student Assembly and so three extremely different experiences at NSC, which is my favorite conference. And each of them were just incredible. You know, you, you meet students who are just learning, you know, about physical therapy and where they belong. And, and then you go back as this sort of leadership role and you're trying to help them establish that sort of passion and help them find their niche rather than being the one who was completely lost two years prior to that. So as somebody who went through the process and worked with the student board of directors, we touched on it a second ago with Gus, but how would you answer that? Like, why is it so important for someone to be a student who's a member to be an informed voter and exercise that right? Why, why, why is the student board of directors so important? So you want your board of directors to, to function collaboratively you know you want you want your entire board to work together from start to finish because we don't have a three-year term when we're on the board of directors it's a it's a one-year term so you're you're pushing the gas pedal to the floor from the first day of being elected and so to you know have more information ahead of time to really know your candidates so that you're not even just picking the best president, you're picking the best vice president to go with that president and the secretary and such on. You know, you, you really want all people on that board to mesh well together. And the only way to really help establish that is to be informed of what they're all about. Smart. All right. So you're talking about being informed and exercising your right. Another another big aspect for conferences, we touched on it a few times, which is connections. How would you suggest? This is a little bit of a different format. We're virtual. We're not even 100% sure what it's going to feel like until this rolls around. But um, in terms of connections, what's a great way someone can make those connections within the profession? Because they are so important. So talk about their importance of making the connections at a conference like this. And then strategically, how, how are you going to do it? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not 100% sure what the virtual format is going to look like. I haven't attended a virtual conference yet. Um, I have all intentions of attending the New England conference coming up. <laughs> Still have to register. I'm slacking. In the there you go. We'll hold you to it. <laughs> um, but so establishing the connections early is just extremely important. I, I, I really can't emphasize that enough because even if it's in a, a connection with another student, that other student is someone outside of your program that you'll be able to turn to for the rest of your career. Um, you know, when I went to my first NSC, I hooked up with two other people who we just, you know, really connected really well. And at first it was just kind of like a fun, you know, having those conversations that you love so much, Jimmy, over drinks and whatnot, and just getting to know each other and, why we were all crazy enough to go into PT school and fly to Portland, which is across the country for me. Um, and we actually, all three of us ended up uh, being on the same board of directors together. Yeah. And, you know, that was really special because those are two people that I'm going to stay in touch with for the rest of my career. And I know that they'll have, uh, you know, their opinions on certain matters and I'll be able to bounce my ideas off of them and use that for, for a good long time. And I think what's really excellent about NSC is you're not just making connections with students because this podcast, this, this interview even shows how many people outside of physical therapy school love the student conclave. You know, it was the first time I met Sharon Dunn. It was the first time I met Matt Highland and uh, all the faculty members who enjoy going, those are the people that you meet at these conferences that will get you to that next step that you want to get to. I love that. Uh, any uh, favorite uh, favorite memory from NSC before we let you go and bring on our next guest? Yes. Um, so when I was in Portland my, my first year, I went to the town hall with Sharon Dunn and I had no idea what to expect. And she walks out powerful as ever. And she starts playing that thunder song by Imagine Dragons. And the whole room is just like blaring. And she's up there, she's feeling the music. And I'm looking around at all the students and everyone's jaws are to the floor. Like, who is this lady? And she turns the music off and says something along the lines of, how the board of directors are the lightning, you know, they're, they're making certain things happen, but all of the students are the thunder and we're coming in roaring behind them as the next generation of PTs. And that, that hit me deep. That that's when I knew I was where I was supposed to be. Yeah. She's got kind of, she's real shy. And when you get her out of her shell, uh, Sharon Dunn, uh, she, she can bring it on stage. Uh, great memories there. And you had a couple different experiences, you know, going as a, as a student member, running for the board, and then being on the board. So that's a, a great spectrum through uh, the visit to National Student Conclave. Uh, we're going to bring our next guest in. Don't go anywhere. We'll bring it back at the end of the show. Let's get you out of here. Next guest, let's bring him on the show. Talking about experience, student involvement, getting connected at National Student Conclave. Dr. Clarence Holmes on the show. There he is. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? All right. We'll get it out of the way first. The hard ones. Hardest thing you'll answer the entire interview. What are we drinking tonight? Simple man. Uh, just a simple beer. Corona. 
There you go. Embrace it at this point. I mean, it's we hear Corona every 10 minutes, but you know what? It's uh, it's what I enjoy uh, on a beach. Super Temple is one of my favorite beers. <laughs> All right, Clarence, what is your uh, what is your PT superhero backstory? You know, where, where are you in the profession and, you know, where are you from? So I am originally from Mississippi. I did all of my education in Mississippi. I um, went to the University of Mississippi Medical Center. I finished in uh, 2014. Um, and then I moved to Atlanta pretty soon after that to, uh, to pursue an orthopedic residency, which I finished in 15. And then, yeah, me and my wife have been here ever since. Um, I currently work in um, a couple of different settings uh, in home health. Um, I own a uh, cash-based concierge practice here in Atlanta. Um, and then, believe it or not, I work in the Coweta County jail system. Uh, wow. Whenever they, uh, whenever they need me. So, um, so yeah, so I, that's kind of my, how I got where I started and where I am now. So I like it. Um, so yeah. It varied. And I think just, you know, whenever I ask people that they're superhero PT backstory, like it, it just shows the, the, the range and just the right. spectrum of, of PT and where you can go. I mean, you're, right. you're a living embodiment of that doing exactly. it. Settings. Yes, uh, National student conclave is important because it, because it helps to get student in, students involved. Mm -hmm. Why is student involvement so important? Absolutely. So, I mean, it's been said a hundred times already tonight that just the, the involvement um, of students is so important to not only them as, um, as as budding professionals, but also as a profession as a whole. Um, so as Sharon Dunn has so eloquently put it, as she is, is so skilled at, as saying that we are the thunder roaring in, roaring in behind the lightning um, to, to advance this profession forward. That's absolutely true. So, um, it's absolutely important that we get involved early. We stay involved. We recognize the importance of our involvement so that we maintain that same energy throughout our entire profession and our professional career. So, um, we can continue to advance this profession forward. So, um, so that's why it's so important. And I think NSC is an excellent platform for us to, uh, to, to find those new student leaders, and uh, kind of help nurture them because once a student goes to NSC, they're going to be, as we used to say, we they're going to catch the bug, um, and they're going to be at, at other conferences, especially NSC throughout their student career, and hopefully others after that. So, um, so, so that's why it's so important, and, and, and NSC is a great platform to, to 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 get that started. Yeah, that connectivity. When you say the bug, I mean it's 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 difficult to describe. Like if yeah. unless you've been to a couple, and I went to two as a student, and uh, it it was it was just a different environment. When you get a bunch of people uh, in a in a room or in a city geeking out about the same thing, we all yeah. geek geek out about it our own hometowns, yeah. and you get them together, it's this new level of of kind of buzz. I guess buzz is really the best way to say it. That's it. That's it. And you know, I, I attended my first NSC on a whim. I went by myself. Um, I did you used, really, I did, I did. Oh, I like it. There was no other student even interested in going in my class at that time because conferences are, you know, who, who wants to go to conferences as, as we tend to think of them. And, uh, so there was no other students that went, there was a community page on the APTA site. I don't even know if it's still there. Um, but there was a community page where students could post, Hey, I need a roommate for right. NSC, um, or, or CSM. And I posted and um, and I met three other guys, one from California, one from Michigan and one from New York. And we met up in uh, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'd never been. It was cold. I'm from Mississippi, so I'm <laughs> I'm not used to cold. Uh, um, so it was in Minneapolis. It was cold. And we had the best time by myself just walking up and meeting people. And that was what launched my entire it started my entire career path that one wow. in Minneapolis. Still connected to anybody you met at that at any time? All of them. All yeah, of them. That's all cool. Of them. 
All of them. Yeah, we, we, we're Facebook friends. Um, one just had a baby. Uh, you know, we, we keep up keep up with each other pretty well on Facebook. So that's great. Um, we're all still connected. And, and, and more than that, more of the all of the connections I made that 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 weekend, I would say I'm in contact with 90 percent of them in some way, in some way. So. so we mentioned a few times, and I've been asking all you know all the guests this. More than eighteen hundred students already signed up for this virtual event because uh, the snacks are a lot cheaper when you can just get it from your kitchen. I'm just saying that. Um, <laughs> but if someone's watching right now, or how would you push them over the edge and say, "Listen, this is something that you should attend, and this is how we're doing things these days virtually." But this is something that you definitely should do. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 easy for me. So the networking aspect, um, I was a, a a former student assembly board of director member as well, and so I got to see the process of how things actually work within the profession. Like I said, I went on a whim, didn't have a clue as to what I was getting myself into, and um, and fell in love with the with not only just meeting people, but this profession in a whole new light. Um, and so I learned things about the profession that I had no clue about. I didn't know, believe it or not. I started PT school and had been in school four or five months before I attended Minneapolis NSC and didn't know that we had residencies and fellowships. Wow. Um, so that's why I found that was one of the courses I took in um, in uh, Minneapolis. One of the, the, the courses I sat in on was about residencies and fellowships. And that I knew from that moment on, that was what I wanted to do after uh, after um, after I graduated. So um, the thing to push, push people over one for me would be the networking opportunities. You're going to meet people that are, um the move the true movers and shakers in this profession the future of this profession and they're just going to be as approachable as you or i would be uh over a corona or an old-fashioned um and then further than that you'll learn so much more about this profession that i guarantee you don't know um um unless you're just a genius um yeah. i was not and so um so i was um i learned a whole lot about this profession that just re you know reinvigorated my love for it so there's only so much you're going to learn at your PT school, and that's not a knock on PT schools. What they're saying no. is there's just so much in the profession. Yeah. And also, like, you know, and this this cliche has been used before, right? Drinking from a fire hose is when you're in class, it's coming at you hot and you've got to try to keep up. Exactly. A national student, an event like National Student Conclave is more of it's a learning experience, but it's yeah. kind of like a choose your own adventure book, right? You see yeah. what's on the page, you say, okay, I'm going to try that out. Um, but it's 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 also um, it's a little more relaxed. You do have that that aspect of let's just go. I mean, I love the fact that you're like, I just went on a whim and I went by myself. I went from Mississippi to Minnesota yes. and you live to tell the tale and you and you gained more than you had to give up for that. I love stories like and that. I didn't miss one conference after that. Wow. So That's I a lot. between 2011 and 2015, um, I went to 12 national conferences. Wow. In a row. I didn't miss them. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that says a lot um, a I went just to see what it was like. And I ended up not missing one throughout my entire student career. Yeah. And it's a thing that now, I mean, for, for myself, you know, it's something I, I feel like I, I mean, I'm missing it right now. Yeah. Uh, the being in person part, but we'll get it. We'll get together uh, again yeah. soon. But it really is this part that keeps you f connected. I mean, you, yeah. you see familiar faces and every time you meet someone else. So uh, this year at National Student Conclave, uh, keeping the tradition alive. All right. Let's. Uh, Let's bring all the guests that we had in uh, tonight back in the studio. We've got Gustavo. We've got Lynn. Everybody, welcome back, first of all. Thank you guys for hanging out. We're going to do something. We uh, we have a tradition on the show. It's called the parting shot. Are you guys ready to give your parting shots? Let's do it. Let's do that.
Parting Shot is brought to you by our friends at the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Find them online at orthopt.org. Leaders in uh, orthopedic physical therapy. They've got independent study courses about a lot of different aspects of orthopedic physical therapy that maybe you hadn't thought of. Um, Just up there right now, Macro, the running athlete, is a brand new course. And then Micro, tissue tolerance in orthopedics. So find them online at orthopt.org. Plus, if you're thinking about doing something like your OCS exam, current concepts of orthopedic physical therapy is uh, is a course that will get you through that. So let's go around the horn. We'll go Clarence, Kyle, Lynn, Gustavo. Kyle, I think you're muted. It's 2020. That's our phrase. I just wanted to make sure you get there. So part of that, really your last chance for a mic drop moment, the thing you'd want the audience to leave with. And let's make it about, let's make it about anything you want. Like what would your, what would your parting shot mic drop moment be? Clarence, you're up first. So in line with what's already been said tonight, it's just find your path, get involved. Um, and that, that looks very different. So, um, for me, that was the Student Assembly Board of Directors as a student, but recognize that there's only 10 Student Assembly Board of Directors spots um, and 30,000 students. So there is a way for you to get involved in um, ways other than national involvement, state involvement. Get involved in, in your school. Make the profession better. Make us more accessible to our patients in some way. And that's possible in many different aspects. You do not have to be a member of the Student Assembly Board of Directors. You don't have to be a member of you know your your local chapters uh, board of directors just find your path and get involved stick with it dedicate yourself to it and make this profession better than it already is love that that's a great parting shot i mean when, when you were saying i was saying you know, how many sigs need leadership and need people yeah. I mean, that's, and that's micro within a section but i mean there's a lot of different ways i know we're talking about the student board of directors now but yeah there's a lot of different ways that you can get involved Absolutely. uh kyle parting shot what do you got for us uh that you have a voice. And I think that, um, that as Clarence was saying, get involved, but get involved in, and have a voice. And I think that that's not only in your profession and in your clinic, but definitely in the APTA and um, in your community. Tomorrow you have an option to have a voice as you vote in uh, our nation's elections. And you have a voice when you vote in the Student Assembly Board elections this year but you have a voice when you get involved and you network and you learn more about your profession and you learn more about how you can get involved and um, all the things that you're excited about, about PT and all the reasons that you went to PT school, um, go to Student Conclave, learn more, learn more about those things that excite you and learn more about how you can get involved so you can capitalize on that excitement to push us all forward. Yeah, a lot of effort. Capitalize on this, Kyle's saying. All right, Lynn, parting shot, what do you got for us? Uh, I would say, you know, I've, I heard a lot of my classmates and other people tell me when I was getting involved early on was, you know, I'm just trying to graduate. I'll, I'll get involved later. I just want to graduate PT school. Well, you're going to graduate. You don't have to be top of your class, uh, you know, in order to become a physical therapist, but get involved early because those connections that you make super early make getting involved as a new grad or later on in your career, uh, an easy phone call away. Even if you only make five connections as a student, that's five connections that you didn't have before and people that are willing to help you when you are ready to take that step. Yeah, that's valid. Get in, it's, 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 it's making an investment in your career. Get involved early. Uh, Gustavo, close it out for us with your parting shot today. Definitely. And I'm going to, I'm going to kind of follow Lynn on that. Um, one thing I've always told my classmates, you know, we, we think about what's the one year plan, two year plan. Once we get into PT school, 
three-year plan, you know, getting passing tests, getting boards, exam results that we want, that we're, we're a physical therapist. But what are we doing right now as a student to think about our five, 15, 20-year plan, the connections, the network? As a student, you have that opportunity, just like we have clinical rotations that take us to different things so we can see different areas of PT. Uh, these conferences, these networking opportunities are a way for us to learn about our tribe, our community, and share ideas, things that we may have never have been exposed to through school. Uh, at conferences, we can have that exposure uh, and see where that can take us. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be, that's going to be some, something to pay attention to. Where can it take you? Clarence is a great example of that. On a whim, the guy goes from Mississippi <laughs> to Minneapolis. Bold. I've got a parting shot. I don't usually do this, but I will say on November 2nd, tomorrow being November 3rd, exercise your right to vote please do i'll never tell you who to vote for but make a statement by exercising that right uh, i would love to see us cracks we're cracking records with national student conclave involvement let's break some voting records we'd love to see that coming out uh, this week so uh clarence kyle gustavo lynn appreciate your um involvement with the profession with this with nsc with all of it and continued involvement and thanks for sharing that with us tonight thanks jimmy thanks for having us thank Cheers. you Love the PT Pinecast? Yes. Yes. Support the show by telling a friend or by leaving a review on iTunes or Google Play. All right, show today brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. Brooks IHL offering continuing education courses in numerous specialty areas, six PT residency programs, an OMPT fellowship, as well as challenging but rewarding internships. The IHL specializes in the translation of information from evidence to patient management, Learn what they can do for you to support your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. ptpinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at buildpt.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It's poured fresh by me, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. Ingredients are sourced by our chief connections officer, Sky Donovan from Marymount University. And it's brewed fresh by producer and physical therapist, Juliet Dassinger. And by producer and creator, second year PT student, Bridget Nolan from Sacred Heart University. PT Pinecast is a podcast that saves physical therapists from missing out on amazing insight, remarkable ideas, and motivational stories. Make sure to follow us online at PT Pinecast and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. I absolutely love you. I love you, love you, love you. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. And if you found value in the show, all we ask is that you tell a friend. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.